Welcome to Word Mission Church International Podcast. Now the Word with Paul Mensa Wood. Welcome into God's presence and join me as well in welcoming our online audience as well as our television audience. And we love you. That's why we come to you with us. And our hope and our prayer is your life will be transformed. If you're in the Colorado Springs area, this is the place to be Sunday morning. Amen. God is here. Lives have been changed. And your life will be changed as well. Amen. Amen. And thank God for... Um, <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> thank God for Joshua's life. Um, he's doing an awesome job in his, in his school. Um, and all the outreaches that they are doing. Thank God. It's good, great to see him. Remember when he was uh, a little boy. When he was born, Pastor Paula put him in a, he said, I'm going to do this. When he grows up, I'll tell him. He had a little um, seven tray, and he said, he put him in there, and he was, that seven tray was bigger than him. <laughs> and now he's grown up, and he's doing mighty things for God. Amen. Thank you, Lord. I pray God will do the same for your children and grandkids. Amen. And let's empower these youth. I mean, the Bible scholars tell us about that um, David was about 17 years when he brought down Goliath. So they are, they are, they are not too young Amen. to do mighty things for God and to bring down Goliath. Amen. Amen. So let's empower them and put confidence in them. They can do great things for God. Amen. Amen. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Um, let's put up the um, the pastors conference for the Indian pastors. Let's pray over India and over this conference. Um, India has a population of 1.4 billion. Only 14% are Christians. And um, Pastor Prince is uh, one of our, uh, Pastor Kumar is one of our um, affiliate pastors in India and he's hosting this conference and he put apostle that I didn't ask him to. <laughs> uh, don't, don't be scared of that word apostle. If I sent you to uh, the store to go get something for me, you are my apostle to the store. An apostle means a sent one. <laughs> and if he believes that I was sent to them, then I'm an apostle to them. Amen. And some of these nations are getting apostolic blessings as they receive us as such. In the Philippines, they did the same thing. And some of these other nations, amen. So if you believe, believe that we are sent to, I'm sent to them, then I'm an apostle to them. And there are signs that accompany an apostle as well. But I want us to pray. Let's pray for this conference and let's pray for India. 1.4 billion people, only 14% are Christians. Let's pray that as these pastors are empowered Stretch out your hands. The Lord, India will be transformed. India will be saved. Asia will be saved. Lift up your voice. Let's pray in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Father. Lift up your voice. Makazoski bantani mi kapa. Redos kaba. Redos kaba. Redos malantos kabanteni mi kapa. Father, we pray for the nation of India. My God, stretch out your hands. Let signs and wonders be done by the name of the Holy Child Jesus. We pray for your ministers, Lord, in India. My God, we pray. And in Asia, Lord, give them the boldness to speak. In the mighty name of Jesus, your word. And confirm your word with signs and wonders following. 
In the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Glory be to the name of the Lord. We pray for a mighty outpouring upon that nation, of God. Let the harvest of that nation come in. Pour out your rain upon that nation in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus. In this conference, let these leaders and pastors be empowered, Lord, to make a difference in their nation. We thank you and we give you all the praise and the glory in Jesus' mighty name. Somebody say amen. amen. Glory be to the name of the Lord. So let's pray into that. That is such a blessing. It's one of those nations. Some parts are sketchy, um, but he's in an area that's relatively calm. So let's pray. It might be one of those nations. We end up there next year. Amen. amen. Glory be to the name of the Lord. We started talking about it. Thank you, Lord Jesus. All right. Let's get into the our Bible lesson this morning. This season, we are studying about how to exercise our authority in Christ, who we are in Christ. Now, the failure of a Christian so many times lies in the fact that we fail to realize who we are in Christ Jesus. The Bible says in 2 Corinthians, let's look at some of these scriptures. Thank you, Lord Jesus. And you will not fail in your walk with the Lord in Jesus' name. Amen. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he's a new creation. All things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. All things have become new. You are not just an ordinary person. You are created in Christ Jesus for a purpose. God has a great plan for your life. The Bible says in 1 John, thank you, Lord Jesus. Mark these verses. Don't let them get away from you. 1 John chapter 3, verse 8. He says that he who sins is of the devil, for the devil has sinned from the beginning. For this purpose, the Son of God was manifested, that he might destroy the works of the devil. Mark that down as one of the reasons why Jesus Christ came. He came to destroy the works of the devil. And he came also to paralyze him that has subjected humanity. Last week and the previous lesson, we identified who he was and how he came to be who he has become. Because sometimes we ask all the chaos, all the confusion in the world, who is the source? Is it God that is behind it? No, 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 no. There is a devil. He came to steal, to kill, and to destroy. John 10, 10. But Jesus Christ says, I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. That's Jesus. He came to destroy the works of the enemy. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 14. Thank you, Lord Jesus. He says, Inasmuch then as the children have partaken of flesh and blood, he himself likewise shed in the same, that through death he might destroy him who had the power of death, that is the devil, and release those who through fear of death were all their lifetime subject to bondage. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 
Through death. So notice he says, I like how he says it in the in Rodaham's translation. It's, it's an emphasized Bible. Notice how he puts it, Rodaham. Hebrews chapter 2, verse 14. Seeing therefore the children who have received a fellowship of blood and flesh, he also in like manner took partnership in the same. That makes it a little bit clearer. In order that through death he might paralyze him. I like that that held the dominion of death that is the adversary and might release these as many as by fear of death were all their lifetime subject to lifetime subject to bondage he says that in christ if you are in christ you are a new creation and as far as you are concerned the enemy has been paralyzed is paralyzed in your life. If you've ever somebody seen somebody who is paralyzed, they are limited in what they can do. But if you are not a new creation, if you are not in Christ Jesus, then he has dominion over your life. So run quickly and come to the other side. Paralyze him. If he's paralyzed, then why is he running amok in the world causing all these issues? Because the whole world doesn't know. That's why we are preaching it so people, people know. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. My God. Let's take some, like for instance, in the time of Esther, um, the queen disobeyed the king, when he threw a party and said, you come and dance before the people and Esther refused to, um, Vashti refused to show up. So he said, okay, the people said, look, because of this disrespect, if we don't stop it, it's going to spread. Um, so let's put an end to this. So let, and let's, be, I mean, let's find a replacement. And Esther ended up being chosen. And her uncle, Mordecai, had trained her very well since she was young. And the Bible says that she listened to what Mordecai had to say. Mordecai was her pastor. But when the king, Mordecai did a good, a good deed. And when he did a good deed and saved the king's life, the Bible says that this was recorded in Mordecai's account. And then somebody came along and notice what the Bible says in Exodus, Exodus chapter 3. Let's read Exodus chapter 3, verse 2 to 6. This person wanted Mordecai to bow down to him. And Mordecai said, no way, there's no way I'm going to do that. Let's read that account. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Follow this very closely as we go. Esther chapter 3, verse 2, he says that, And all the king's servants who were within the king's gate bowed and paid him homage to Haman. For so the king had commanded concerning him, but Mordecai would not bow or pay homage. Then the king's servants who were within the king's gate said to Mordecai, 
Why do you transgress the king's command? Now it happened when they spoke to him daily and he would not listen to them that they told it to him and to see whether Mordecai's words would stand. For Mordecai had not told them that he was a Jew. When Haman saw that Mordecai did not bow or pay him homage, Haman was filled with wrath. But he disdained to lay hands on Mordecai alone, for he had told him, for they had told him of the people of Mordecai. Instead, notice this: Haman sought to destroy all the Jews who had throughout the whole kingdom of Assyria, the people of Mordecai. You see, the devil looks for your worship. It's a type of Mordecai. When Jesus, when the devil came to Jesus on that mountain after he had fasted and prayed. In Matthew chapter 4, you read that account, Luke chapter 4, you see that account, he said, bow down to me. He looks for your worship. And I'll give you all these things. Mordecai said, no way. I'm not going to bow down to you today or tomorrow. And that should be our response. When the enemy seeks our worship, when the enemy seeks us, our lies, we say, no, 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 like Jesus. Respond with the word of God and say, I will not bow down to you. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. The Bible says we are in this world, but we are not of this world. He said, no way, I'm not bowing down to you. Then Haman got more angry and decided to destroy Haman and the people of God. The thief comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. If it is stealing, if it is killing, if it is destruction, the devil is the one behind it. And he seeks to destroy your life. To destroy your seed. To destroy your family. But in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, you are being empowered through this lesson to stand your ground. You have to have a backbone as a Christian. <laughs> like Mordecai, refused to bow, refused to yield to the enemy. Because like I said, you are a new creation in Christ Jesus. And from God's standpoint, the enemy has been paralyzed. He's eternally defeated. But if you don't know about it, he will continue to dominate over your lives. But he will not dominate you in Jesus' name. Amen. We'll come to the story. But actually, let's, let's continue. Notice Exodus chapter 6. Verse 13, eventually Haman began to go down. The Bible says, it says, when Haman told his wife Zeresh and all his friends everything that had happened to him, his wise men and his wife Zeresh said to him, if Mordecai before whom you have begun to fall is of Jewish descent, you will not prevail against him, but will surely fall before him. 
He was so angry, he caused a gown to be set up for Mordecai to be hung thereon. Then the thing flipped on him. He realized that he was the one going to, to be hung. <laughs> then when he got home, his wife had a word of advice for him. Look, if this person belongs to this seed, be, that you have begun to fall, uh, you are not going to make it. And I decree and I declare in the mighty name of the Lord Jesus, that as you exercise your authority in Christ Jesus, the devil will not be able to dominate over your life. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. The Bible says that Esther went into the presence of the king. When she was not supposed to, she told, she told the people that, look, fast and pray for me. And if I perish, I perish. Three days. You see, people that dis make a stand for God and go all out for God and say, well, if I perish, I perish, uh, they don't perish. You see, when you love God and you go all out for God, uh, you don't lose out. I, as your pastor, will always encourage you to abound in the work of the Lord. At every stage in your life. No matter what you are involved in. Let God be your priority. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. 1 Corinthians chapter 15 verse 58. Therefore my beloved brethren. Be steadfast. Immovable. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. Knowing that your labor is not in vain in the Lord. Always abounding in the work of the Lord. Your labor in the Lord is not in vain. When you decide to give your life to the Lord Jesus. When you decide to go all out for God. You don't perish. Esther said if I perish. I perish. And eventually the king handed, held out his royal scepter to her and asked her and said, look, what is the problem? He said, notice what, 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 what Esther said. Verse, Esther 7, 5, he says, so King Ahasuerus answered and said to Queen Esther, who is he and where is he who would dare presume in his heart to do such a thing? And Esther said, the adversary and enemy is this wicked Haman. So Haman was terrified before the king and queen. Chapter 8 verse 1, he says that, verse, 10, verse, verse, 7, verse 10, he says, So he, they hung Haman on the gallows that he had prepared for Mordecai. Then the king's wrath subsided. Anybody that has plotted evil against you in the mighty name of Jesus, may it be reversed on their own heads. <laughs> but the Bible says, notice this, this is a sign of authority. Verse, chapter 8 verse 1, on that day, can Assyrius give Queen Esther the house of Haman, the enemy of the Jews, and Mordecai came before the king, for Esther had told how he was related to her.
So the king took off his signet ring, which he had taken from Haman, and gave it to Mordecai. And Esther appointed Mordecai over the house of Haman. Giving Mordecai the signet was a symbol of transferring authority. And it's a type of what Jesus has done for us. The Bible says, now Esther again spoke against, spoke again to the king, fell down on his feet, verse 3, and implored him with tears, notice this, to counteract the evil of Haman the Agagite and the scheme which he had devised against the Jews. And the king held out the golden scepter toward Esther. So Esther arose and stood before the king and said, if he pleases the king, and if I found favor in his sight, and the thing seems right to the king, and I'm pleasing in his eyes, let it be written to revoke the letters devised by Haman the son of Amadada, the Agagites, which he wrote to annihilate the Jews who are in all the king's provinces. For how can I endure to see the evil that will come to my people? Or how can I endure to see the destruction of my countrymen? Oh, she had a burden for her people. I pray in the name of Jesus, we'll have the same burden for people. The Bible says that narrow is the way that leads to life and broad is the way that leads to destruction and many people are on there. Oh, but I pray you begin to see, have the same heart that she had. How can I bear to see the destruction of people? How can I bear to see the destruction of people that are around me on their way to destruction? Something rises up on the inside of you to do something <laughs> how can I see people plunge into hell every day and not do something about it how can I bear to see my friends and the people around me on that broad way and I don't say something and I don't do something everybody can do something you can pray you can share the love of Jesus with them always Abounding in the work of the Lord. Then the Bible says, verse 7, Then King Sarah said to the Queen Esther, chapter 8, verse 7, And Mordecai, the Jew, indeed, have given Esther the house of Haman. <laughs> and they have hung him on the gallows because he tried to lay his hand on the Jews. You yourself, notice this, now you take command. You yourself write a decree concerning the jews as you please in the king's name and seal it with the king's signet ring for whatever is written in the king's name and sealed with the king's signet ring no one can revoke you yourself god has given us the authority in the name of Jesus. But we ourselves have to exercise that authority. <laughs> you yourself. You yourself. Imagine he, had, he has given this blank check 
to Mordecai. He has given him the signet ring. He has given him the authority and he doesn't do anything. Then that day comes. Who is responsible? Who will be responsible? Mordecai will be. Is giving him the tools, the authority. Uh, Mordecai didn't sit around and twiddle his thumbs. It's a serious thing. He took the authority that had been given to him and began to exercise it. Verse 10. And he wrote in the name of Canaan sealed it with the king's signet rings, and sent letters by couriers on horseback, riding on royal horses, bred from swift, from swift steeds. That on that day, by these letters, verse 11, the king permitted the Jews who were in every city to gather and protect their lives, to destroy, kill, and annihilate all the forces of any people or province that will assault them, both little and cho little children and women, and to plunder their possessions. The authority is theirs. If that day comes and they don't do anything, nothing will happen. You have an enemy that is opposed against you, that is arrayed against you, but Jesus has given us the authority in his name. Let's rise up and exercise that authority. The devil has no dominion over you. Now one time, <laughs> Pharaoh decided to pursue the children of Israel when they left Egypt. And as they were going through the Red Sea, they were pursuing them. But God closed up the Red Sea on the host. So let me ask you this question. When the children of Israel crossed the Red Sea. Did Pharaoh have any dominion over them? No, no, no. That was the end of that. When Haman died, did he have authority over those people? No, no, no. That was the end of that. <laughs> Oh, I pray in the name of Jesus, you will realize that the power of the enemy, he's been paralyzed as far as you are concerned. <laughs> he has no dominion over you. Let's look at some scriptures along those lines. Thank you, Lord Jesus. 1 Corinthians chapter 10. Notice this. 1 Corinthians chapter 10, verse 1. He says, moreover, brethren, I do not want you to be unaware. Don't be unaware that all our fathers were under the cloud, all passed through the sea, all were baptized into Moses in the cloud and in the sea, all ate the same spiritual food, and all drank the same spiritual drink, for they drank of that spiritual rock that followed them, and that rock was Christ. They're all in the same church. Had the same spiritual food, drank the same spiritual drink. Verse 5. But with most of them, God was not well pleased, 
for their bodies were scattered in the wilderness. Now these things became our examples to the intent that we should not last after evil things as they also lasted. And do not become idolaters as were some of them, as is written, the people sat down to eat and drink and rose up to play. Nor let us commit sexual immorality as some of them, and in one day 23,000 fell. Nor let us tempt Christ as some of them also tempted and were destroyed by serpents. Nor complain as some of them also complained and were destroyed by the destroyer. Now all these things happened to them as examples and they were written for our admonition upon whom the ends of the ages have come. So they're all in the same church. Sometimes people don't be in the same church but people get different results. <laughs> Someone say, why is this person getting different results than I am? Well, check up on their steps. <laughs> they may be doing something that you are not doing. With most of them, God was not pleased. They all passed through the cloud. We're baptizing to Moses in the cloud and in the sea. A type of the baptism of the Holy Spirit and our inheritance. But all these people, were, I mean, God was not pleased with them. But when they crossed that Red Sea, the dominion of Pharaoh over their lives came to an end. And if you are a child of God, the Bible says in Colossians chapter 1, Colossians chapter 1, verse 13, the Bible says that he has delivered us. If we start from verse 12, it says, Giving thanks unto the Father who has qualified us to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in the light. You have an inheritance. But whether you enjoy your inheritance or not, that's another thing. I'm determined. Everything that is on the table for me, for the people that I'm called to, we will partake of it in the name of Jesus. But notice he says, verse 13, he has delivered us from the power, the authority, the domain of darkness and conveyed us into the kingdom of the son of his love. We're in a new kingdom. In whom we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of our sins, the remission of our sins. Your past, you shouldn't let your past hold you back. Oh, but he has no dominion over your life unless what you see to him. Very important. Because you are in a new kingdom with a new Lord. But if you don't know that, then he will keep rubbing your nose in the sun. <laughs> but like you are finding out right now, the moment that you know, 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 that he's paralyzed as far as a child of God is concerned, that his dominion over your life ends. Like we're talking the less the lesson, the first lesson, we saw that person in Uganda that had been tormented. In some of the things, there's no you they can't the natural things won't do it. But in the name of Jesus, 
you realize who you are in Christ Jesus. So, so it says that he's delivered us and conveyed us. So have this picture in your mind. Anybody who is unsaved is under the dominion of the power of darkness. The devil represents darkness and everything. Anybody who is saved, as soon as you are a new creation, we saw that in 2 Corinthians 5.17, you are conveyed, you are translated. We have that term in mathematics. You are translated from here. The kingdom of darkness, I'm taking my time because this is very important to hear, the kingdom of the son of his love. Somebody is going free today in Jesus' name. Somebody is going free in Jesus' name. Adam lost that authority in the beginning. Jesus Christ came and restored that authority and put it into his name. Notice, when he was on the earth, even before he was raised from the dead, the Bible says in Matthew chapter 10, Matthew chapter 10 verse 1, he says, and when he had called his 12 disciples to him, he gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all kinds of sicknesses and all kinds of disease. Then they went out and used that authority. That account again is also in Luke chapter 10. Verse 1 says, after these things, the Lord appointed 70 others also and sent them two by two before his face into every city and place where he himself was about to go. When they came back, verse 19, they were rejoicing, verse 17, then the 70 returned with joy saying, Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name. And he said to him, I saw Satan fall like lightning from heaven. Verse 19. Behold, I give you authority to trample on serpents and scorpions. Notice this. And over a few. Is that what the Bible says? These letters, these letters are in red. Red words win. What does it say? And over all the power of the enemy. My God. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. That should do away with the fear. <laughs> That's why I'm not worried about him. I can meet him in any corner of the world. I'm not afraid. No, 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 no. <laughs> Uganda, Malawi, Tanzania, anywhere, India, I'm not afraid. Because I know he's giving me authority over all the power of the enemy. My God, realize that too. <laughs> over all the power of the enemy. And nothing shall by any means hurt you. My big brother Jesus did that for me. <laughs> and he did that for you. <laughs> you don't need to be afraid. But it won't work. Like similar to what the king did to Mordecai. It won't work if you just sit around with it. 
You have to exercise it. <laughs> and you have to exercise it. So Jesus, thank you, Lord Jesus, before he left, in Matthew chapter 28, verse 18, after he was raised from the dead, now he's gone back and he's taken that authority that Adam lost. He comes back with it. And he says, and Jesus came and spoke to them saying, all authority, the devil was trying to tempt him in Matthew chapter 4, Luke chapter 4 to get it the wrong way. He said, no, no, I'm not going to bow down to you. Similar to Mordecai. All authority has been given to me in heaven and earth. Now he delegates the earthly part portion to us and says, go with this authority. Therefore, and make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all things that I've commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even to the end of the age. Go and announce this. <laughs> the devil is defeated. Amen. The eternal defeat of, of Satan. Go and announce this good news. Take this authority. And now, announce this good news to everyone who will listen. Beautiful. That's what we are endeavoring to do. And make disciples of all nations. But it won't work till we take responsibility. In Mark chapter 16, again, he says, the believers are to exercise authority. Mark 16, 15, and he said to him, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature, everybody. He who believes and is baptized will be saved, and he who does not believe will be condemned. So some will believe, some won't believe. But we are going to announce the good news anyway. Amen. Hallelujah. Let's go for those who believe. What, what do you say? <laughs> some will believe. Some won't believe. No problem. And what did he say will happen? And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons or they will exercise authority over the devil. Use the name. It's all in the name. He's put it in the name. <laughs> in my name. In my, some will believe. Some won't believe. But go to all the world and exercise this authority. <laughs> you see, I can exercise authority to some extent <laughs> to some extent. But the best I you cannot exercise authority over everybody on the street. If we could do that, uh, then we could have done that and the whole world will be saved and we'll be out of here. <laughs> we can't do that. Everybody has a will. If we could do that, and I say today, 
um, everybody, turn over your bank account to me and let me exercise authority. I haven't found anybody that's done that yet. <laughs> no, 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 no. Preach the gospel to every creature. Every creature, some will believe, some will not believe. Our response to this is, Lord Jesus, thank you so much for delivering me, conveying me out of the kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of the son of your love. I yield my life to you. My life is in your hands. So many people don't know in the world don't know that the devil is paralyzed. Lord, I will cooperate with you to announce this good news. Jesus said in John chapter 14, you see this love motivates us to action. John chapter 14, my God, John chapter 14, verse 21, he says, He who has my commandments and keeps them, it is he who loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my Father, and I will love him and manifest myself to him. It is one thing to, to sing and to say that you love him. It's another thing. It says the person, notice this, the person who keeps my commandment, who has my commandment and keeps them, that's the person that loves me. And he who loves me will be loved by my father and I'll love him and I'll manifest. How would you like for the father to manifest himself to you? I pray in the name of Jesus, in this season, may he manifest himself to you. May he reveal himself to you. May he reveal himself in every aspect of your life, in your home, in your family, in your business, in your health, in every area of your life. As you love him and as you yield yourself to him, as you are bound in his work, as you love him and as you begin to exercise this authority, begin to share with others. Ah, my God, my God, my God, may you, oh God, see God's hand at work in your life. Oh, I sense his presence. Thank you, Jesus. The devil is completely paralyzed when you are in line with God's covenant, when you, when you are in line with God's word. It cannot harm you. No, 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 no. You are way up there. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 6. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Ephesians chapter 2, verse 6. The Bible says, And he raised us up together and made us sit together. Mark these verses. Don't let them get away from you. In the heavenly places. And where is that heavenly places? He tells us, the prior verses in Ephesians 1.22, and he put all things 
under his feet and gave him to be head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him who fills all in all. That heavenly place is, where is this? Verse 21, Ephesians 1, 21. It is far above all principality and power and might and dominion. Notice this. And every name that is named, not only in this age, but also in that which is to come. Where you are seated positionally, in Christ, is far above these principalities and powers. <laughs> Confidence is entering into somebody. They bring it on. <laughs> Realize that. Realize that. Oh my God. Let's take this and help people. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, I love him and I love his word. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory be to the name of the Lord. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I didn't know. The Bible says they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. Jesus was only here for a short time. I think about his impact is still ongoing. So the Bible says that in 1 Corinthians chapter 2, it says that but we speak. 1 Corinthians 2, 6, it says that however we speak, the wisdom among those who are mature, yet not the wisdom of this age, nor of the rulers of this age, who are coming to nothing. <laughs> who are coming to nothing. Mofat's translation of the Bible, of this verse, Mofat is another, another, another one. See, I'm giving you all these tools. We'll find out about it. <laughs> He says that they are declining. Nothing. They are coming to nothing. Had they known, they would not have crucified the Lord of glory. This is how Moffat translated. 1 Corinthians, let me read it for you. 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 6. I like, I like his translation. He says that, from verse 6. We do discuss wisdom with those who are mature. Only it is not the wisdom of this world. Notice this. Or of the dethroned powers of this world. Dethroned powers who rule this world. They are dethroned. But they, you see, if you don't know that, you think that they are in charge. They are in charge over the people that are not of God. And because they, they are coming to nothing. Because they know that they are declining. Because they know that they have a very short time. Like it says in Revelation. You know, they know they have a very short time. We talk about that lease. Before that lease runs out. Dethroned. 
paralyzed. Write down these words. Then you won't be afraid of him. And you won't give him space also into, into your life. It is this mysterious wisdom of God that we discuss, that hidden wisdom which God decreed from all eternity for our glory. None of the powers of this world understand it. If they had, they would never have crucified the Lord of glory. Dethroned, paralyzed. See? Is paralyzed as far as you're concerned. But the difficulty is, sometimes you give him access. Sometimes it's an access, you, you are ignorant. It rises on our ignorance. And you give him space. But God, from God's standpoint, you see, God, 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 has, God has done his part. Now it's our turn to do our part. So Ephesians says that, do not give him any place. Do not give him any space. Ephesians 4.27. Nor give place to the devil. So when, when you partake in activities that glorify him, then you are giving him space. Because he can't just come just like that. Sometimes people un consciously or unconsciously give access into the life of their children through the activities that they let them partake in. <laughs> the devil doesn't play nice. So don't give him any place in your life or in the life of your family or your children. Paul talks about that a lot because some of the people will come to church and, that, and then after that, they will go in fact Corinthians. This that's the problem of that church. Then they will go and partake in <laughs> things that had to do with idols. I said, no, no, don't do that. Don't give him any place. You give him the bathroom, you end up taking over the whole house. <laughs> he said, I, when you came, I told you to stay in the bathroom. I'm just giving you the bathroom. They said, no, I didn't come to take the bathroom. He gave me the bathroom, now I come to take over. <laughs> what do you mean? I'll be in the bathroom and you'll be in your bedroom. No, 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 we are, we are, we are all going to be here. Yeah. <laughs> you get the point, though. <laughs> He said, no, 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 kitchen, everything, everything, I'm taking the car, everything. I'm, I'm, you, I, no, no, I'm not staying here. No, no, no. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. God's, God's word is good, isn't it? Why will Paul, John write such a beautiful letter to Christians? In 1 John 5, 21, he's entered with one little phrase. Little children, keep yourself from idols, amen, I'll write you another letter. So he knows that, that that's one area where people can easily yield. Keep yourself from idols. Keep yourself from idols. Amen. Little children. So I'm saying the same thing to you. God is saying the same thing to you. Little children, 
keep yourself from idols. See, an idol is anything that takes the place of God in your life. In this area, so many areas, sometimes we've, it's unconscious. You've done it without even knowing and you've, you've yielded. Oh, but let be like Esther and Mordecai. We are back there again. Mordecai said, no, 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 no. Me bow down to you, our adversary, our enemy, I'm not doing that. The king gives him the authority. He said, thank you, sir. He writes what he wants to write and takes command. And on the day that they were supposed to be destroyed, they were the ones rejoicing. God will bring rejoicing to your life in Jesus' name. God will bring rejoicing to your life in Jesus' name. But you see, this good news, so many people don't know it. Sometimes they try different things, different things, different things, different things. But the real person behind the other door with them, until you surrender your life and get translated from one end to the other, the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light, you'll just keep kicking you around. The solution is a life of total surrender to the Lord. James chapter 4, verse 7, again, he says, Submit yourself to God. That's the first part. Then, you resist. Submission. Obedience. It keeps coming back to these, th these things. Because you cannot resist him when you have given him space and you said he should come. You cannot resist him when you are not submitted to God and his word. You can't tell Jesus, I love you, I love you, I love you. And then Jesus says to do something. He said, no, Jesus, no, don't tell me. You can't tell me that. <laughs> I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. And when you be, obey my command, the enemy is, is, is that game over. Game over. In the name of Jesus, I see you walking in triumph. Going from victory to victory. Oh, and you, you will not suffer defeat before the enemy again. Oh, my God, I sense his presence. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Wow, where did the time go? Let's pray. We'll continue. My God. I get excited. Oh, because he destroys so many lives, so I like to give him a kick every now and then. <laughs> Let's pray. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Thank you, Lord. Let's thank God for his word. 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 We trust this podcast was a blessing. Subscribe for more messages like these. If you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior today, we would love to hear from you. Email us at info at wordmissionchurchinternational.org. We will love to equip you in daily walk, so sign up for devotionals and encouragement at www.wordmissionchurchinternational.org. You may reach us at 719-235-5535. 